Today's daf is daf mem gimel. We're beginning the second line from the bottom on mem beis amid beis. Just to uh, really uh, re- review what we had dealt with yesterday, the the, uh, the beginning of the second parak we brought a proof for the concept of yeshlia that that that, that there is a concept of shlichus, is that there, a person can send an agent or a proxy to represent him, and the actions of the uh, of the agent are uh, attributed to the Mishaleach, to the one who sent him. And Igmar had learned that this applies, because we started off the Mishnah, said it works by Kedush, and Aish Mekadosh Bo Vishlucho, Igmar said this applies by, uh, in all areas, that there is a concept of Shlichus, and it's learned out from a Binyan Av, Ramam Sinu, from the, between uh, Kachim and um we had said maybe Truma, but we said we don't necessarily need it from Truma, but it was from Kachim and Gerushin. Gerushin and Kachim, those two areas, we learned how the Torah says that you have uh, Shlichus works, and those are, there's a Trichus, so we need to have the both of them, because one would not have been able to learn on the other, so it's the Binyan of Abamish Neik Suvin, it's Malamdin, L'chola Torah Kula. So the Gemara, at the end of yesterday's Dav, said that this is not true by Averus. By Averas, when you send the person to do an Avera, the Meshaleach is not, the actions of the Shleach are not attributed to Meshaleach. The Shleach is responsible, not the Meshaleach. And the Gemara said there's actually a Svarah for that, Divar Rav, Divar Talmud, Divar Mishomen. But the Gemara had said that, um, the, uh, there is a, an, a, an exception to this rule. An exception was Me'ila. By Me'ila, if you send a, uh, uh, an agent to misappropriate funds of Hegdish, the Mishalech is responsible for that misappropriation. So, more asks, so why Neilof me no? Why don't learn out from Me'ila? Learn out from Me'ila Lechola Torah Kula. So, more says, because Me'ila and Shlichus Yad, Shlichus Yad is where you are Shomer Chinam and you're watching something, you're guarding it, and then it gets stolen or lost, you have to take an oath that you did not use it in any way. If you used it, then you're high on the Gneva Veda. It's considered to be a violation of the Shmira, of the safeguarding, if you yourself used it. And we, we learned that by Shlichus Yad, this concept of where you used it illegally, it's not only if you used it, we had a drasha saying that even if your agent uses it, it's considered like you used it. So you see, those are two areas, Yeshlech Dvaravera, Me'ila and Shlichus Yad, and Me'ila and Shlichus Yad are Yeshlech Dvaravera, to the exception of everyone else, everywhere else, ain't Shlich Dvaravera. So the Gemara had said yesterday is that Beis Shammai don't use the drasha that I'll call Varpesha, where Beis Hillel learn out that Shlichus works, even though it's an Avera by Shlichus Yad, Beis Shammai use it to teach me that you are in violation, not only if you actually use the item, but even if you express desire or you think about using it, that itself is already in violation of the terms of the agreement. So what the Gemara is asking today is that this, this uh, the, the, the fact that you can't learn out from Me'ila, because really Me'ila and Shlichus Yad that's only Hanicha that only works according to Beis Hillel, who actually learned Shlichus Yad, you also is an exception, so you have two exceptions, which therefore limit 
then it's limited and you cannot apply it as a rule. But they use the positive of called Varpesha not to teach me that Shlichus works by Shlichus Yad, to teach me that you're in violation even Bemachshava. So Nelev Mino, why can't you now learn out from Meila? Let Meila be the Binyanav, call all Averas, Yesh Lichdvar Avera. Someone says, because there's another Avera. If you steal an ox or a, a, a sheep and, uh, and you slaughter or sell it, you're chayv the four or five times the, the value of the original item. So the aloha we're going to see is that it's not only if you shechted, but if you got someone to shechted, it's still attributed to you. So there is another case where you see yeshlech ledvar aveira. So according to Beishamai, those will be the me'ila and tvicha mechira will be the two cases of yeshlech ledvar aveira and shtenek suvin abayin ke'echad ein melamdin. Okay, so Moses says like this, Me'ila, where do we know Me'ila? Hadis, Amrin, like we said before, it's actually Egzer Shava Chet Chet from Truma, just as Truma Shlichus works, so to by Me'ila Shlichus works. And Tvicha Mechira, Mahi, what's the case of Tvicha Mechira? So Amr Kro, we have three, three ways how you can learn out from Tvicha Mechira. So according to the first interpretation, is a Tvacha Mechara. Torah juxtaposes the slaughtering the animal to the selling. So Ma Mechira, Aida just as the selling of the animal cannot be done only by the thief himself. He needs to have another party involved. The person is buying it from him. So so to the slaughtering does not have to be done solely by the, the thief. It could have somebody else slaughter for him as well. That's the Tanakam. That's the first opinion. That's how we know. That you can have uh, somebody slaughter for you and it's still you're going to be high of the Dal Vahey. He says, the Pazak says, If you wanted to say or, you didn't have to write the whole word oh, you could have write also would have meant or. The word vav, the vav sometimes mechalik, sometimes it is mechaber, but clearly there it would have been, it's clear the Pazak is talking about doing either either one. So therefore, uh, you didn't have to write the whole word O. Why did I write the word O? O is a riboy. L'Rabbas is a shliach. The Bechizkiyatana, it says twice in the Pasuk, it says the word Tachas. It says that you do Arba Tachas Ashar and Chamisha Tachas Aseh. So it says the word Tachas twice. The one is, uh, uh, so you don't have to write both. So the second Tachas means instead of or corresponding to is to teach me that a Shlichus works. So therefore Tachas Tachas the Rabbah is a Shlich. So anyway, so it comes out that you have an extra drasha by Yesh, to teach a Yesh Lech Dvaravera by Tvicha Mechira. So therefore, you have Me'ilan Tvicha Mechira, Shneks of Enban Ke'echad, and, and Shneks of Enban Ke'echad, two Tzukim that are teaching me the same exact principle. If it's twice written in the Torah, it's exclusionary, you don't apply it to everyone else. So says it's actually Machlokus Tanoim. We had Rabbi Yehuda earlier in this Masechta that learned that you only, you don't say that by uh, you could still learn from their Mamatzin or Rabinian Av. It's only Shlosha when it's three times, not twice. So Lechora, this Teretz, this Teretz only works according to the Chachamim who hold, if you have two uh, two areas in the Torah teaching the same thing, it's limited to those two areas and it's not applicable to everywhere else. But Elaman, what about according to Yehuda that says, Melamdin, that you do apply even by two, you can make a binyan of and apply it to everywhere else. So why don't we say everywhere else, Yeshlech Dvaravera, Ma'ikalamem, what are you going to say? And the Achron, we speak out that this is only a kasha 
on Beis Shammai. Because Beis Hillel, then, according to them, they'll agree with the Tvicha Mechiros, you have Shloshab Suksuvim. So therefore, according to the sheet of Rabbi Yehuda, you have Shloshab Suksuvim, Abayin Ke'echad, Ein Malamdin. Because you have Me'ila, you have Tvicha, you have, uh, you have Shlichus Yad, and you have Tvicha Mechiros. But according to Beis Shammai, we only have two. According to Rabbi Yehuda, it's Shnei Ksuvim, Abayin Ke'echad, Malamdin. So why don't you apply it, L'chol Torah Kula? So therefore, Lamanda Melam din my ikalamemar says the more like this is that you have a special ribui by Shchutechutz. Shchutechutz is that an animal has been consecrated, it's a chiv kores, to slaughter it outside of the Azara. And the Torah says over there, it says by Shchutechutz, it's dam yechashev la'isha, who? That it's considered to be uh, like, like, like blood. The person who slaughters this animal is like slaughtering or killing a human being. It's like he has murdered, this person is considered like he has murdered dam shafak, he has spilled blood. So why does it have to say the, the word ahu? Dam yichashiv la'ish, dam shafach. What's ahu? To teach me who below shlucho. That he's only, you're only chayv. You consecrated the animal. And, and you slaughtered the animal. So then you're chayv. But if you got someone to slaughter it for you, ain't shlech varavera. You would not be chayv because ain't shlech varavera. So from here you learn out that, so we're going to see that ain't shlech varavera by, by shchutechutz. So Eshkechan Shchutechutz, and when it says good, that teaches you by Shchutechutz, how do you know that Kola Torah Kula, learn from there, that ain't Shlech Levar Averum, when it says, B'chol Torah Kula Minalan, it's called Torah Minalan, so when it says, the Alam Shchutechutz, that will be the Binyanav, Shchutechutz will be the Binyanav to everywhere else, that everywhere else we say ain't Shlech Levar Averum, so when it says, one second. We're asking a kasha now according to Beis Shammai. He's saying according to Beis Shammai, on one hand you have two psukim, you have Meila and you have Tvichu Mechira. They're saying Yesh Lechadvaravera. And according to the Man to Omer that Shneiksu and Vankech and Malamdin, let that be a binyanav that you say that Shneiksu that 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 Yesh Lechadvaravera. So you're saying no because you have an you have an uh, an avera in the Torah called Shchutechutz uh, that there the Torah says Ainsh Lechadvaravera. But the question is. Instead of using shchutechutz and limiting the concept of shlichus from averus and learning it out from shchutechutz, neilif mahanach. Why not learn from the other two that you say that you should say yesh shliach ledvar averus all the other averus to uh, to include all the other averus. So therefore, how do you know to use shchutechutz as the binyanav and not to use the other two? So Gemara says like this, because there is another miut in the parsha of Shchutechutz that is indic- indicative that this should be the source for everywhere else. What does it say over there? Because Gemara uh, says, it says, Hadar Kosev Rachmanov, Nechrasa Ish Hahu. It says twice the word Ahu. It said in the first part of the pasuk, like we had said, Dam Yechashev Ish Hahu. And then it says, V'nichras ha'ish ha'hu, twice the word ahu. And now, in both cases, it could be ahu him and not a shliach. But you don't have to say, and not a shliach twice. Why would I have to have two ahus to tell me not a shliach? So we have another rule. There's a, a, a rule of exegesis that tells me that if I don't need something to teach me for the area in which it was t- being taught, you can, you can use it in other areas as well. So the one ahu is to tell me that ain't shliach dvaravera by by, by the other who is, since I don't need it anymore for Shchutechutz, even though it's written by Shchutechutz, I can apply it to all other veiras in the Torah. And that's the one that teaches me this is the limb which should come from Shchutechutz and not from Me'ila and Tvicha Mechira. So, so it says like this, If I don't need it for Shchutechutz itself, because I have the other posseg of Dam Yechash Ishahu, so Kulo. Says the Gemara, fine. So now we have, according to the Manda Amar that says, Shnei 
echad melamdin, so you had to learn out from shchut to chutz from the two ahus. But what about the other opinion? The other opinion that held is that shnei suvin abayim keechad ein melamdin. So I could already learn out from the elan shchut to chutz in those two places. Yesh leif tovar everywhere else not because shnei suvin abayim can ein melamdin. So it comes out that the two ahus, the ahu ahu that's written by shchut to chutz is extra because I don't need it for shlichus. I know anyway from the two cases that ain't shlich with from the elan shchut chutz I know it. So why did Torah have to write the two ahus? Well, Amman's Amr according to the opinion that shnei suvin abayim keechad ein Melamdin. So then, you already can learn it out from the ilan shchutachutz. So therefore, hani ahu the two ahus that are written by shchutachutz, my darish bahu. You don't need it for shlichus. So what does it come to teach me? When it comes to teach me another halacha. One, the first ahu is chad lamiute shnayim sheochin besakin. That you only chayav in shchutachutz if it's who he himself and not somebody else holding the knife with him. There's no din shchutachutz if two people are holding the knife. That's the first ahu. Alright, therefore it's the Shnaim Oksin Besakin Veshok. Then they would be excluded from the one Ahu. The Chad and the second Ahu is to teach me Ahu. He has to do it with all his faculties. He has to do it completely under his uh, volition, his own volition. That is when he would be Chayv Kores. But anything else that impedes on his thought process or his motivation as to why he's doing it, he would not be chayv chiv koris. So the, the other ahu is to teach me ahu v'lo onus, not if it was forced, v'lo shogeg, not if it was, a, if it was an accident, that hu v'lo muta, not if he was tricked. So therefore, that's the second ahu teaching me. The one is teaching me that can't be chayv v'lo two people holding a knife, and the second one is that it has to be completely on his own volition. I v'idach, now let's go back to the manda amar who needed the two ahus for shlichus. So how do they know these two dinim, the din of Shnayim Osim Desakin and the din of Velo Onos, Velo Shogu, Velo Muta. So when it says that they learn out, there's an extra hey. Could, could, could have written the word who without the extra hey. The fact that you have two ha-hus, have each one has an extra hey, so you can learn out four halochas, the two, two for shlichus and the other two for holding the, the knife and that it has to be on his own volition. The idach and the other man, the Amr, who does not use it for shlichus, so what does he do with the extra hayes? So he says, ahu ahu darish. He doesn't darshan the extra hayes. He says that's not there for drosha and therefore he doesn't have it as extra. Says more Vahadetani, what about what we learned in the Brysa? It says, someone tells his agent, he hires a hitman, go and kill somebody for me. So who chayev, a sholche potter, the person who did the murder is chayev, the one who sent him, the mishaleach, is exempt. That's the, so that fits because ain't varavera. But Shammai Hazaken Omer Mishum Chagai Hanavi. Shammai Hazaken said in the name of Chagai Hanavi. Sholch of Chayev. That the Mishaleach is Chayev. At this point it seems to say that he's Chayev for murder. Even though he didn't do it. That the act of the agent is attributed to him. L'chayra. How do we know that? It's Yish. Why don't we say ain't shlech varavera? So why over there is murder you do say yesh lechadvaravera, and where do we know this from? The Gemara brings a proof for this for what for Shammai. Where did he learn it from? Because we said that when David Amelech sent Uriah to the battlefront 
that he, uh, and 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 he got killed by the swords of Bnei Ammon, the Navi castigates him and says, "Shenemar Osa Harakta, you have killed him, kechera bechera Bnei Ammon, with the swords of this of, of Bnei Ammon." So that it seems to say is that it's considered you killing him, even though other people were in, involved in his death. But since you are the one that instigated him going there, they acted like your agent to go there. So therefore, it's about, they're like your agent for murder. So by murder, we say, Yesh Lech Udvar Aveira. So Gmarav says, the Chorus, in my time of the Shameh Azaken, why is Shameh Azaken learn that murder is a Yesh Lech situation and we don't apply the din of Yesh Lech and learn it out from Shchut Echutz. Gmarav says, Kasavar, because Hillel Shammai Azakin holds like this. He holds snakes of an abayin ke'echad malamdin that you could learn out from two psukim. If you have a binyanah from two psukim malamdin. So the fact that it says by me'ila yesh lech dvar aveira. The fact that it says by tevichah mechira yesh lech dvar aveira. That would teach you by all aveiras in the Torah. And v'hu'ah hulo darish. And he doesn't have that drosha for shlichus from shchutechutz. He doesn't have those two exceptions that shlichus doesn't work by Shchutechutz, meaning that the only thing you're left with is the binyan of telling me Yesh Lech Dvar Avera. Therefore, it's not just murder. According to this Teretz, Yesh Lech Dvar Avera, by all Averas in the Torah. So, who are who? Like Darish. So, that's answer number one for Shamer Zachim. Ibois Ema, answer number two. Le'olam Darish. Really, he does Darish in the who are who's. And, uh, he agrees with the, the consensus that really is Ainshlechadvaravera. I, the Navi said to him that Osa uh, Harakta, it implies, Shamazakin says that the Sholchav is Chayev, that he learned out that the, the person who sent him is Chayev. Someone says, my Chayev, Chayev just means Bedina Shamai. It means there's a moral liability. You are instigated, you got somebody to go get, kill someone, so therefore you're Chayev, not in Dine Adam, in Beistin. It's not, there's no Dina Shlichus over here. But it's considered like you've done something that's morally repugnant. You've done something wrong in Shamayim. Where it says, one second, if, oh, if, if Shamay Azokan meant, when he said Chayv, it meant in Dinah Shamayim, then we tell me that the Tanakhama said Potter, he means that there was, no, you've done nothing wrong morally, the Mark can't understand that. The Tanakhama cannot, cannot hold that you've done nothing wrong if you instigated that somebody should go and kill someone. Of course you've done something wrong. So then, are you inferring that Tanakhama Savar, Afila Dinah Shamayim, Nami Potter, that there's no moral obligation in Shemaim, you've done nothing wrong. When it says, that only the arguing about, of course you've done something morally wrong, but how great an Avera is that considered? The Tanakhama says, you've done something wrong, but it's a small Avera, it's not considered to be a major Avera. Therefore, in essence, you're Potter. So, but Shammai Azokin says, yes, but in Shemaim, that's a big Avera. That's a Dina Rabba. Dina Rabba is going to be a big punishment on something like that in Shemaim. And that's why it says Chayev, because it's just telling you the extent of how large an Avera we consider that to be. But at this point, in the second territory, everybody holds Einshlech Dvar Avera. Third answer. Is that really And Except that the same way as by Meila and the same way as by uh, by there's an exception. By murder, there's an exception too. We see from the pasuk in uh, in 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 in, 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 in that you have killed him with the swords of Bnei Amon. 
So Idach, now according to the other Turutsim and the other opinions that hold Ein Shlech Advaraveiro, what do they do with that? What is the Navi telling him? Oso Harakta Becher of Neamon. If you hold Ein Shlech Advaraveiro, so what is he telling me? You've killed him with the swords of Neamon. So Gemara says, no, that's misunderstanding what the Navi was telling him. The Navi, Nosana Navi, even said you did something wrong, but technically you are not liable for what happened. That's the way to read it. You won't get punished for his death. Uh, right? Uh, it means like this. Just same way as what the people of Ne'aman would Amon do with their swords. You don't get, you're not held responsible. You can't be responsible what they do with their swords. So too, the death of Uriah you are not going to get punished for it because I am shlech and 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 I'm sorry, not that's not the reason over here. My time, what's the reason? Because it wasn't even considered to be an avera that that Uriah was killed according to this interpretation. Because because according to this interpretation, the the novice says, yeah, you didn't do anything wrong, lemaisa, in terms of that taking away the wife that you did something wrong. But him's death, you didn't do anything wrong because he deserved to die. Why did he deserve to die? Because he was murdered by Malchus. He rebelled against the king. What did he do? How did he rebel against David and Melech? What did Uriah say or do to rebel against the the Malchus? The says the Kamalei because when. Um David Amelov said to Uriah, it's time for you to go back home to your wife. So Uriah answered him, he says, My master, the general, Yoav, and all of uh, the other uh, servants of my master, all the other soldiers are, are on the battlefield, they're camped on the field, and you want me to go home? So Rashi learns that the Mordva Malchus was that he used the expression Adoni Yov to the king. You don't say, my master, the king, my master, the general, when you're talking to the king. That's a Mordva Malchus. You don't refer to someone as Adoni, my master, when you're talking in front of the king. Rutazu says that's not the Mordva Malchus. The Mordva Malchus was that Adoni Malchus said, go home. And he said, I don't want to go home. That was the Mordva Malchus. Either way, but he was Mordva Malchus. So according to this Teretz, Nasan Anov, you're saying is that you're not, just as you're not high for the swords of Naaman, you're not high for the, sword, the death of Uriah, because he was Mordva Malchus. That, uh, that's what, that's, that therefore it's not a source for Yesh Lechut Varavera by murder, like the third interpretation wanted to say. Amar Rava. Rava now just points out that even if you hold, that Shama Azakin's opinion is that Yesh Lechut Varavera, Let's say you hold that uh, that that that, that uh, Zah, holds Yesh Lech Varvei like one of the three Turutsim held. That you do learn out from Meila and Vicha Mechira that it's Shneik Sivarban Keechad and Yesh Lech Varavei and therefore you can uh, and therefore Shneik Sivarban Keechad Melamdin and therefore Yesh Lech Varavei Lecholat Torakulo. And he doesn't learn the exceptions from Shchutei Chutz. He doesn't dash on the Huahu for Shlichus. Nevertheless, Modesh, Shama Azakin will agree that not in every Avera can you say Yeh Shlich Dvar Avera. Those Averas that the Shliach is directly benefiting from the Avera. For example, if he eats you send him to eat a piece of chalev. You send him to do an avera that's with an, uh, a prohibited relationship. So there, the bia is prohibited. So where there is hanoa, where there's pleasure in the avera, even Shammai Azakin holds, even if you hold yesh lechvar avera, the actions of the shliach will not be attributable to the meshaleach, to the one who sent him. He says, Amoda, ba'omer l'shluchot, say bol esa erva, go and, 
uh, have relations with one of the prohibited uh, relationships, or eat uh, the, the, the prohibited fats, that he will be chayev, that the shliach for sure will be chayev, even according to Shamazakin. The sholcham and the one who sent him, the shalech will be potter. Shalamatzinu, bechol Torah kula, because we don't find anywhere in the Torah that zenena, that one person could be getting the pleasure from the sin, for zem is chayev, and the other person is going to be punished for the pleasure that somebody else had. So therefore, yesh, shliach devaravera will apply by all things that it's not, that the shliach is not getting pleasure from the act. But when the shliach is getting pleasure, direct pleasure from the avera, then the shliach, even according to Shamazak, will be chayim. Itmar, it was stated, Rav Amar shliach Aid, that a shliach who's sent to fulfill a mission, he can also be the witness to testify about that, wit- uh, that mission. And the Bay Ravi Shilo Amri Ainshlech Nasaid is that the person who sent as a Shliach cannot be the person testifying on it. So for example, you send a Shliach, let's say you send two people, make it easy, you send two people to go and marry off a woman for to go to go and marry a woman on your behalf. So you say they they give them the money and they should go and say to the woman, Hareyad Mukudesh is to Ruvain. They can testify in based in that they uh, saw this woman get married. Got married it means they are functioning not only can be as a shlichim, but they can function as the adim as well. That is according to the bay. Uh, according to Rav, the bay Rav Shila said no. They said ain shliach nasa aid. So when it says like this, the why not? Min Swara should be that they should be able to. They're not nageya. They're not the ones who are getting married to this woman, so why can't they testify about it? So my time to Rav Shilo, so we want to know right away, why does Rav Shilo say you can't do it? Maybe in order to be an aide, you have to be designated as an aide. And if he only sent them to be a shliach, and he didn't send them to be an aide, maybe that is the reason they can't be an aide, because they weren't designated as aidim. Someone says, that makes no sense. Because Let's say somebody says to a woman, and there were two people standing there that saw the trans, that saw that Transaction happened. You didn't say specifically, you should be my Adim. Are you going to tell me it's not a Kedushin? Of course it's a Kedushin. They can testify that uh, Adim, uh, the Adim can testify they saw it happen. They're considered, there's different types of Adis. There's an Adis where it's actually, ex- the Adis is what executes the transaction. And some Adim, they're just, uh, they can relate. Uh, that they relate to what happened. By Kedushin, under the chuppah, the Edom are executing. Without the Edom there, it wouldn't be Mekodeshes. The Edom are what caused the Kedushin to happen. So they can be those kind of Edom. They can also be Edom testifying that we saw Reuben give Shimon a thousand dollars. They can also be those kind of Edom. But either way, why, why shouldn't they? Why is the Beit Abshila? You don't have to designate saying you are the Edom. You don't have to do that. So Ella says the Gemara, uh, Rav Amar Shlech Nasa'eid, let's go, so Rav makes sense, he's a Shlech Nasa'eid, because Alume Kama Alimna Lemilse, it's anything, it's actually stronger, they know more what's going on, you made them the agents, they're involved in, uh, intricately in, uh, in every detail of the, of the transactions, of course they could testify about it, their being a Shlech actually made it stronger, not weaker, what does the Bey Rabbi Shiloh hold? Amri Ein Shlech Nasa'eid, that when a person is a proxy for the Meshaleach, Ruvain sends Shimon, Shimon represents Ruvain, he becomes Ruvain. 
becomes she becomes Shlishlam Kamot. It's like Ruvain. And Ruvain is Nagaya. Ruvain is a principal. Ruvain, who's marrying the girl, can't testify about it. Somebody who's a principal in the transaction can't testify. He's Nagaya. So therefore, that's the reason the Bayer of Shilah hold that ain't Shlich because once he made him a Shliach, he becomes the principal and therefore he's Nagaya. He has, uh, he's considered like, it, it's him. It's, he's the principal now, and the principal can't testify. It's like he himself, and the person, the principal himself is not able to testify on a transaction that he is a principal in that transaction. Frag the Gemara, whereas the following question on Rav. So Rav said, Shlich Nasa'id, and according to the Bayer of Shiloh, ain't Shlich Nasa'id. So it says like this, Amr is You went to three people and you said, I want you to go and marry this woman for me. Right? So now, did he mean all three of them should be the Edim? Did he, uh, it should be the Shluchim? Did he mean that there should be the Edim? What did he mean? He just said, I want you guys to make sure that this woman is married to me. So according to the Shammai, they said, You only need one to be the Shluchim. And there two can be the Adams. That's clearly what he intended. One should be the Shliach and two should be the Adams. Even though he never said it articulated expressively, but that's clearly what he wants because that's why he tell to three. If he just wanted to be Shluchim, he could have sent one. He didn't have to send, or he could have wanted two. He didn't have to send three. The fact he's sending three means one should be the Shliach, two should be the Adam. So that, that's the case. So therefore, Echad Shliach Vishnaim Adam. Dibre Hillel Omrim, Kulam Shluchin. Shluchin Hain. All three of them, since he never said you should be the Adam, they only can be the Shluchim. The ain't Shluch Naseid, and they cannot be Adam. They, if once they're made into Shluchim, they cannot be Adam. Now, clearly, Beishilal holding ain't Shluch Naseid. But even Beishamah, you see, hold that too. Because the only argument was, when he told three people, go marry this woman for me. Beishamah say, because it's three people, one can be the Shliach, two can give you the Adim, and can say that's clearly what he meant. But it's Mashman, we less than three that he was talking to. Let's say it was only two he was talking to. So two, you can't say what he meant, that one should be the Shliach, and one should be the Adim, because one Adim is not enough. So there you have to say, he meant both should be the Shluchim. And they cannot be the Adim. So therefore, even they Shammai really hold ain't shliach nasa eight. They only argue when there's three. He didn't mean all three of them should be shluch. He meant one should be shliach, two should be the eidim. But both they Shammai and Beis Hillel seem to both say ain't shliach nasa eight, which supports the debate of Shiloh and the debate Shiloh, and it disagrees with Rav. Rav's, how could Rav argue with both Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai? So Gemara says, "Avod b'shnayim et divra kol lo lo." So says the Gemara, the way Rav has to explain this is Huda Amar Kihai Tana. Rav has to hold like a different version, a different Tanoic version of the Machlokas Beisil Beishamai. So we're going to bring another interpretation of the Machlokas Beisham Beisilo, and according to this version, the second version, that's where Rav will be able to explain. There'll be a Tanoic opinion supporting him. The Tani Rabbi Nosson, Rabbi Nosson's version of the Machlokas Beisil Beishamai goes as follows. Alright, Omer Beis Shammai, uh, the time we learned in Bryce, Rav Nosson Omer, Beis Shammai Omrim Shliach Ve'ed Echod, according to Beis Shammai, yet even when a case of two, that when it's Shliach and an Eid Echod, you can, uh, that they can, they can, uh, uh, that, that in, in such a case, you one, if there's two, one can be a shliach and one can be an aid, but you can't use both of them. Ain shliach nasa aid. Or Basil omrem shliach v'shnei aidim. And Basil say that, uh, uh, 
I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm explaining this correctly. According to Beis Shammai, the, the, Beis Shammai holds the means that uh, all he needs to send is two people, and one can be the Shliach, and the other one can be the aid, but that's also, they both really are considered to be the aid. Like Rashi explains, that in two, if you send two people, so therefore, one shliach and one aid, the other one, that's sufficient, because the one who's a shliach also can be the aid. Because the shliach is not the aid. So therefore, you don't have to send more than two, it's sufficient. And Basil will say, no, if you want there to be a shliach and an aid, so an, an aid him, you have to send three. Shliach, one has to be the shliach, and the two can be the aid him, because the shliach cannot be the aid him. So therefore, here we clearly is a machlokas tanoim, whether yeh shliach nasa aid, or ain shliach nasa aid. So now, but the problem is, if you tell me ravol shliach nasa aid, that's going in the sheet of Eshamai, that shliach ve'erechad, you only have to send two, and the shliach and one aid, and they both can testify, they both can be the aid, and that means shliach nasa aid, that's going like rav, and then Beisela disagrees with that. So the Chorah comes out, the rav ke Beishamai, you're going to tell me rav holds like the sheet of Beishamai? So when it says eipuch, switch it around. What you have to switch around is, is that Rav was the one, I'm sorry, that Beis Shammai was the one that said, Shleach v'shnei Eidim, and Beis Shilo was the one that said, Shleach uh, v'eid echad, and therefore comes out Beis Shilo holds Shleach nasa eid, and, 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 and this way, uh, and, and, and Rav is possibly be poskening like Beis Hillel. Okay. Um, he actually didn't have this problem that Rav seems to be coming out like Beis Hillel in Rav Nosson, like Beis Shammai in Rav Nosson's version and then had to switch it around because he learned the original Machlok between Rav and the Beir of Shiloh was Rav was the one that said Ein Shleich Nase Eid and the Beir of Shiloh was the one that said Shleich Nase Eid so therefore according to that Ein Shleich Nase Eid was said by Rav which is what Beis Hillel said before we switched it around so Rav aligns himself with Beis Hillel but the bottom line says the bottom line is the Hilchas so the Halacha Lemaisa is that Shleich Nase Eid that a Shleich can be an Eid and uh, like the version we have in Rav, that Shliach Nase ate. Amar Rava, Amar Rav Nachman. So Arava said uh, in the name of Rav Nachman, going with the Halacha Lamaisa. Amar Shnayim Tzuvekitsholia Saisha. You go and marry me the uh, woman, and you never said anything about Adim. Heinein Shluch and Heinein Adim. That by Kedusha and Shliach Nase ate. The Chain the Gerish and so too. If you send two people to divorce a woman, they also those two can function. Even though you never said anything about Adim, they can function as the Adim on the divorce as well. The Chain the Dinamominus and so too if a person uh, was paying back a debt uh, and he sent the money with two shluchim to testify uh, to, to, to give deliver the money to the malva they can also testify that the money was delivered because shliach nasa ate both in kedushin and in gerushin and also dinimominus in monetary uh, areas as well Says the Gemara of Atzricha that this din is necessary. 
We have to write in three. Why did why does it have to be articulated by 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 uh, uh, Rav Nachman in all three areas? Rav Nachman said in all three areas. Why do you have to say to teach in all three areas? Because it would not be sufficient to write it only in the first one or the second one or the third one because you might have thought that there's a reason why if you only write the first, it didn't apply to the second. If you only write the second, maybe it didn't apply to the third. What are the cases? Diyash, meaning the Kedushin. If you're talking about Kedushin, the Shaliyah can be an aid. Because at the end of the day, they're coming to Asr on the whole world. They have no bias. They have nothing gained by lying. Their testifying is that we did our age. This woman became married to the Mishaleach. They don't have anything. They don't get anything from it. So why should they lie? So maybe that's why a shlich can be an aid in that particular case. Aval Gerashin, where they actually now matter her, they're permitting her now she can marry whoever she wants. Maybe there is a bias. Now they want her to be divorced. Maybe even if they didn't fulfill the agency appropriately, but they're testifying that they did because there's a, there, there's a benefit from them. They can say that uh, they don't want her to be divorced because now they can marry her. So maybe their 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 eyes they were attracted to her and that's causing them to lie. So then Kamash Malan that we don't say that that even by Gerushin where there might be a Nagias, there might be a uh, predisposition to lie. We don't assume that they're lying. But yes, I mean in Gerushin, even if you only Gerushin would say there, we don't assume that they're lying either. Because you can't divide one woman among two men. She marries to one, she marries the other one. She can't marry both. And therefore, that maybe that's the reason why by Gerushin you send two, those two shluchim can also be Adem. Because what are you going to say? They're both lying because they both want her. The only one can have her. One's not going to lie for the other one to get her. So therefore, maybe by Gerushin, a shluch can become an aid. But by Mammon, by money, they, they, money was given to them to deliver. Maybe they made a deal with each other. Let's say we delivered it and we'll split the money. Money can be split. So maybe they, you shouldn't trust them. They can divide it up, and therefore, that we don't say that they're lying there either. And therefore, it's necessary in all three cases to teach us this din, the shliach can be an aid. Now, the more now is just focusing on the last one. The last case was, is that, let's say the names, Ruvain, who was the lover, owed the Malva, owed Shimon a thousand dollars. So Ruvain gives money to the Adem to watch. Now those, to the Shluchim, the agents. Those agents really are also responsible now to safeguard that money. So therefore they've now taken on the money to go deliver to Shimon. Okay? Now, what we're saying is that when they deliver to Shimon, if Shimon claims that he never got it, they can testify that he did. That, that's, the, that's the rule. So says the Gemara, there actually is a machlokus in Bab Metziah, is that if money was given with witnesses, if money was given in front of witnesses, so let's say a loan was taken out in front of witnesses, or a shmira, or money was deposited for someone to watch in front of witnesses, the person who when he wants to pay back, does he also have to have witnesses there to pay back, or does he not need witnesses there to pay back? Now, that's a machlok, because according to one opinion, if I put witnesses there without even saying anything, the fact I have extra witnesses watching me give it to you, you can only give it back to me if you give it back with witnesses. That's according to one opinion. Anytime money transfers in front with, with hands with, with, with witnesses, you cannot just say, I paid back. 
Paid back, usually you can say, Kofra Kol, and there's no Shvuah Minat Torah if you just say, I paid back. You know, too bad. You trusted me. I'm telling you, I gave it back. But if you gave it with witnesses, you have to give it back with witnesses. That's one opinion. The other opinion says no. Unless I say specifically, the deal is you have to pay back with witnesses. Even if I have witnesses there, you don't have to pay back with witnesses. So one says, what's the case over here? Right? The case over here was, is that Ruvain gave the witnesses, he gave the Shlichim, he gave them uh, the thousand dollars, and they now go to Shimon. And they claim they gave it to Shimon. Shimon claims he never got it. So he said that um, uh, that that shliach uh, nasa aid even by momenus that they're believed. Now, what's the situation? The more wants to know as follows: Are we? Do we hold? Is that if money transferred hands? This is going like the opinion that if money transferred hands in front of witnesses, it can only you can only claim it was paid back in front of witnesses. Now, if that's the case over here, you're going to have a problem because. It could come out that these w- these agents that you appointed, right? They w- they we're saying that they're they're believed because now the only way they can be believed is if they have an option. They could either say we gave it to to we paid off the debt and gave it to Shimon, or they could say is we gave it back to Ruvain. But if they don't have an option to say we gave it back to Ruvain. So, therefore, they're forced to say we gave it to Shimon, then you can't trust them anymore. If you're forcing them, you don't give them the option to say we can give it back to either one, you can't trust them. Now, the problem is that if if uh, Reuven gives it to them without Adam, you don't have a problem. If Reuven gave it them without Adam, he gave it to them, to depo- he deposited it by them to go pay off. If he gave it to them without Adam, so it's not a problem. They can go and they can testify that they gave it to Shimon. And Shimon can't say I never got it because they could say, they had the choice. They could either say we gave it to Shimon or we gave it back to Ruvain. But there are going to be cases that let's say two people saw Ruvain give it to these two, to these two agents. Now if two witnesses saw that Ruvain gave it to these two witnesses and you hold that Amalvis Chaveira Be'edim, that if you are given money with two witnesses, you have to give it back. You only can give it back with two witnesses. They don't have an option now. If they wanted to steal, they can't say we gave it back to Ruvain. Because Ruvain can say, we're the two witnesses that you're giving it, giving it back to me. So they could only say we gave it to Shimon. Once you say they can only say gave it to Shimon, they can't be trusted. So therefore, the Mordechai says like this. So my kasavar, I kasavar malvas chaveira be'edim sarach lefora be'edim sani nogan be'edus ninu. These edim are negeya. They are uh, they they have a when negeya means that they have a bias. They have to say they gave it to Shimon. Diamri lo parana because if they say, they we never gave it to Shimon, then they're gonna to have to say we gave it back to Ruvain. So therefore, Amri lo parana, Amr lohu paruni. Then Ruvain's gonna say, well, pay me. And they can't say we gave it back to you. In some cases, there might have been witnesses that saw Ruvain give it to Shimon, and if there were witnesses that saw Ruvain, um, Ruvain gave it to the uh, to the agents, and then they would have to give it back with witnesses. If you hold Malv Chaveru, they didn't tell the part of the Aden. Must be that Rab Nachman's rule that you can let the agents be witnesses must be going that even if witnesses saw Reuven give it to the agents, 
the agents can say they gave it back to Ruvain without with, without test without witnesses. So therefore, that now makes it they can they could say either way. They could either say we gave it back to Ruvain, or they could say they gave it to Shimon. And therefore, the fact that it's equal, they could say either way. Therefore, they can be trusted to be agents on the Shimon end of it. That they can be trusted to be witnesses on the Shimon end because if they wanted, they could say they gave it back to Ruvain. So El Olam Kesav Malvus Chaveira Beedim Ensar Lefar Beedim or Migri Yachli Lemeim and since they could say they gave it back to Ruvain, they could say they paid off Shimon as well. Now the problem is nowadays, nowadays, you, if you say I, uh, something that was given to me to watch, I gave it back, so Minat Torah, you only have to swear if you say I gave back part of it, if you're motive mitzvah. But if you say Kovra Ko, I gave back the whole thing, or it never happened, you don't have to take an oath. But the rabbis came along and created Shuz Hesed. Shuz Hesed means that pla- they placed upon you an oath, rabbinical oath, that you have to swear even if you're kofra kol. So if you're claiming that you gave it back, you're claiming that you gave it back to, uh, to, to Ruvain, Ruvain can make you swear. So we're going to say, well, now you have a problem. Because... It comes out, and nowadays, they can't say we gave it back to Reuben. It's true they don't need Adam to say they gave it back to Reuben. They're going to have to take an oath. So they would rather say, we testify we gave it back to Shimon, than say we gave it back to Reuben. Now once it's easier to give it to Shimon than it is to give back to Reuben, then they've lost their trust, uh, they have meager, they don't, they're not trustworthy anymore to be uh, the, the, the witnesses. So how is the Tikkun Rabbon and now that the rabbis established the Shur that's placed upon him rabbinically, even on a Kofra Kol, someone who's denies and says, I gave it back completely. So therefore, it comes out like this. So what happens? What is going to have to happen over here? Ruvain gave them the thousand dollars. They claim they gave it to Shimon. Shimon claims he never received it. So Mishtaboy Hani Eidim Diavina Lei, they have to swear they have to swear. Reuben says, where's my thousand dollars? They say, we gave it. We don't have it anymore. We, we don't have it. We gave it to Shimon. So he can make them swear. I trusted you. I have to accept your oath. So therefore, they off the hook for Reuben. If they swear, we paid it to Shimon. Fine. Now, Shimon doesn't have to trust these people. His, their oath means nothing to him. He didn't make them with agents. So therefore, Shimon says, I never got paid. So therefore, Shimon now has to take an oath that he never got paid. Umishtabe Milva Delo Shakile and so the Malva, the Shimon the Malva, who is the um lender, swears he was never paid back, who paralel over the Malva and Ruben's gonna have to pay another thousand dollars to Shimon. So the way it works is it's similar to a case of Hanvaniel Picasso we'll see in Masechus uh But the way this works basically is if you entrust someone to something it means you're trusting that you're gonna accept his oath. Since Reuven trusted these agents, he has to accept the agent's oath. So when the agents claim they paid, he can't go after the agents anymore. The Malva, the guy, the lender, I don't trust them. I held you accountable. You have to pay me back. If you can't claim that you know for sure was paid back, so then you have to pay me back. We never, we're saying we never got, or the shipment saying I never got the money. These agents, they're lying. They pocketed the money. I, they swore. You have to trust their oath. We don't. I don't have to trust their oath. You still owe us the money. So therefore, as long as we swear we never received the money, you're going to have to pay back and make sure, pay us back and, and pay back the money that was given to us. And that's the maskana of the Gemara. Okay. We will stop over here. And the two dots starts another sugya.